everyone. Welcome to Bringing Virtual Care Home. My name's Tina Nall. I'm the Chief Clinical Officer at Anelto and your host. My guest today is Ian Coons, who is the co-founder and CEO of Carew Health. And today we're going to be talking about cardiovascular care in a more digital world. So welcome, Ian. Can you share with our audience a little bit about your background and what got you to where you are today? Thanks, Dana. Thanks for having me. So background really within kind of the healthcare vertical started um, about 10 plus years ago. I had started a healthcare staffing consulting firm, and that's really kind of where I cut my teeth within within healthcare. Uh, so we would staff nurses, PAs, NPs in, in a variety of, of settings. And then from there, I uh, was recruited uh, to really run growth at M&A for two leading women's healthcare organizations. And uh, that kind of fast forward to today in terms of why Carew, why now, and, and kind of our, our, our story. And so it started about, about a year and a half ago. Uh, I was talking to a good friend of ours, Chad Moore. Chad founded Elego Health Research. That was a really successful company. And, you know, we were talking just like I was talking to you about what's going on in, in healthcare and the changes. And he, he really explained to me that he wanted to do something within cardiovascular care really stemming kind of from the disjointed, unsupported experience that his dad had with cardiovascular disease. And it just so happened that my best friend had a heart attack and passed away at 29. And so, you know, kind of the light bulb went off and I always wanted to do something in cardiovascular care, whether it was a technology and or a care delivery model um, that would have saved the, the, the people that I love and care about. And so light bulb went off uh, and we ended up doing a kind of a deep dive on the current state of cardiovascular care. Uh, and through that, we got connected to Mark McClellan, the old CMS administrator. And he was commissioned by the American Heart Association basically to say, why are outcomes getting worse, not better, when nephrology, oncology, all the other disease states have made notable advances in, in outcomes? And unsurprisingly, um, you know, the, the, the results were misaligned incentives with physicians and there's no value-based care. And so... We spent, you know, the, the last six months of, of that year really going to cardiologists all over the country. And we would ask them one simple question, which was, if you had unlimited time and resources, how would you build, you know, a, a care delivery model that actually put patients first, drove those outcomes and changes, and made the overall system more efficient and effective for the people that, that needed the most? And so they all said it had to be this hybrid delivery model. And so what, what does that mean? It, it means you know, having the existing cardiology practices when needed, having these wraparound services, the nutrition, the RPM, to make sure in a coordinated effort that that patient is front and center, um, you know, at 24-7. And so that's kind of what we've we've built um, today. Um, and, and hopefully, you know, we'll continue to, to, to build something meaningful in the future. Wow, that's wonderful to hear. I, I mean, as a... Um several decade nurse um, who worked primarily in health systems, um, it's not lost on me that some of the most, um, and I'm going to use air quotes, frequent flyers into the emergency department were congestive heart failure patients. When you think about the fact that they're trying so hard not to be a burden to anyone while they're trying to deal with a complex condition with lots of different symptoms, the fact that they're, or I guess the fact that traditional care is delivered in a physician's office once every six months or so um, leaves a huge gap for them to fall through on a daily basis. Um, so can you tell us a little bit more about the hybrid model and how that uh, prevents those gaps in care? Yeah, so we partner directly with existing cardiology practices 
um, kind of to enable that wraparound services, the technology within a value-based care contracting. And so what does that mean is that these frequent flyers, Tina, that you had alluded to, um, the complex, we'll, we run um, you know, kind of the data analytics on the front end to identify who those people are. And so instead of six weeks for an appointment, you know, they get, we're, we're solving for access with our partner cardiologist. And then from there, instead of a, a three-minute visit, they're getting a 30-minute comprehensive to go through where they are on their disease stage. You know, typically, we see more on the later stage, you called it out, kind of CHF patients, the frequent flyers. And from there, after going through medication management, we've embedded within a hybrid model our, our what we call coaches, our Karoo coaches. And there's a physical handoff, right, that eliminates that gap in care. And at that point, our Karoo coach will walk through their medication management, their nutrition, um, and really how to use the technology. We've made it just completely SMS-based because what we've found and realized through years of failure is that people don't like apps. They don't like com you know, complex you know, technologies. It's, it has to be simple and, and user-friendly. And so through just the text messages that ties into to the EMRs, we've built that. And then based upon where they are on their disease state, we've set up a cadence with their nutritionist and their health coach to ensure um, that it's the right cadence to make sure that when they need the care, that they don't necessarily need to go to the hospital, um, that we're there monitoring you know, in, in a 24-7 way to solve that access um, and really put the, the mind at, at ease um, of that particular patient. Yeah, so your solution does not include virtual video visits? No, it does. So yeah. what will happen, so it's a, the standard interventions is through text messages, um, but then through the RPM and through some of the connected devices that we do have, if someone calls out, I have tightness in my chest, there's those triggers, that's escalated to the EMR and to our kind of staff that then directs that virtual so that we can see in real time video through those RPM um, what the state of our patient is at any given time. Uh, but we, we believe in terms of that initial communication that uh, SMS is, is sufficient and, and easy to use, um, but then when applicable, uh, which is a key component, is that video to, to really put the eyes on the patient. Yeah. Agreed. Um, and so your patients are um, set up to transmit biometrics to your monitoring team on a daily basis. Is that correct? Yeah. So we have connected uh, devices on, you know, as, as you are a clinician, you know that there, there's triggers specifically for cardiovascular, whether it's, you know, five pounds in five days or, you know, salt, sodium intake, you know, goes over a certain threshold. And so we're monitoring that. And, and if that threshold uh, is is exceeded, that triggers us to, to be proactive uh, from, from a video as well to reach out to uh, the patient to, to make sure that, you know, they're not progressing in that disease state. Yeah. And so who, what um, credentials do your monitoring team hold? Are they nurses? Are they? Um... It's a varying. So uh, mostly, mostly nurses um, from the, the Karoo coaches, um, you know, there is the LCSWs because as you know, a lot of this, is, there's the psychology be, behind making 
incremental changes uh, to the benefit of, of the patient. And so that's why we think kind of the nursing background, the LCSW, is so uh, important to the overall success and connectivity of, of the solution we're ultimately building. Mm -hmm. And what is your patient compliance like in uh, transmitting daily? So we're actually launching um, with that 165,000 patients go live in April um, is when we're launching with with this particular solution. Okay. And do you guys intend to use any um, internal devices or only peripheral devices? No. So there, there's there's internal. Um, you know, we're the way our approach is. There's lots of great Tina. I think your company does as well. Um, there's a lot of great off-the-shelf uh, technologies that exist, right? And I think uh, within the healthcare, we have a, a skewed preference that it has to be built from scratch so we control it. And, and we don't necessarily think that's the right approach. We think that there's great partners and vendors that we can partner with that puts patients first, saves really money and, and, uh, for the patient uh, and, and the, the payer itself. Um, and so then we'll build proprietary technology on top of that. So you might've felt like you've already answered this, but I'm going to ask again for the audience sake, um, what would you say the biggest challenges are for cardiovascular providers and patients in the current traditional healthcare models? Yeah, no, absolutely. It's access, right? Um, you often have that patient that just a general patient, whether they have a cardiovascular issue or an appointment takes six weeks to, to see the average patient. And so imagine what somebody who's further along in that disease state goes through that has systolic, diastolic, congestive heart failure, uh, AFib, where, you know, the default is the ED, where if they call, what is the, you know, everybody's going to say, if this is emergency, go go to your your nearest ER. And the way that we think about it is, by enhancing the experience and, and solving for access um, and really completely flipping the script on the way that patients in typical uh, cardiovascular fashion interact, um, that's the way really what we're, we're solving for, that they feel supported and they feel that they have Carew and their cardiologist backing them through their really their current disease state. And so can you talk a little bit about what the role of the coach is that becomes a part of the care team? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the coach is really, um, you know, in the name, a coach. They're, they're an advocate. They're, they're a friend. They're someone that can make sure that that person is, um, you know, incrementally making those steps and changes um, to, to be adherent, to, to live their best selves essentially. Um, and given their clinical expertise, they can identify if said patient is, you know, going down um, uh, uh, the wrong path. Okay. So, so they are in essence, an educator of the patient to learn about their condition so that they can modify lifestyle in a way that um, mitigates symptoms. Exactly. And, and it's both in an in-person, so they, they know that person is there, and then in a virtual setting as well, right? Um, so 
I think I had alluded to that the Carew coach is embedded within our partner cardiology clinics. But then we go one step further, and those they have the remote virtual check-ins is a key component of the, the hybrid delivery model that we really think is, is the future. Oh, that is wonderful. So do you have any, uh, like, a centralized monitoring team, or are all of the monitoring clinicians um, – kind of a, a satellite in the practices. Uh, that They're you... typically satellites right now. That may evolve and change over time, but mm-hmm. typically it's it's that way. Okay, great. Well, so um, what is next for Carew Health? So uh, exciting news for us. It's been a long, long journey. Um, so we're launching uh, with 165,000 patients, over 100 providers, 75 cardiologists, uh, in Arizona, as well in, is in New Mexico, um, and that goes April, hopefully uh, April 1st is, is launching there, uh, and then we recently um, have a verbal agreement from one of the largest health systems in the U.S. And, uh, to kind of partner with their existing cardiology network to bring this type of model um, of wraparound services, virtual care, uh, to, to the greater network of that, that health system. Wow. Okay. So you say April is the big date. Is that correct? That is the big date. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, I wish you and your company a lot of luck. Um, I don't know if you've considered incorporating health surveys as a daily um, interaction on the part of the patient, but um, our company does that. And to be able to collect qualitative data about symptoms and well-beings, uh, well-being along with the quantitative data, the biometrics really paints a comprehensive picture that if someone's watching that daily gives you a great opportunity to catch these patients before they so-called fall. Yeah, I, I would love to, to learn more. I mean, the reality is if there's any solutions that are going to make uh, the lives of the patient, the provider, the payers better, then you know, we, we want to, to partner with those type of organizations. Yeah. Well, I hope we stay connected, Ian. Thank you for being my guest. And thank you all for joining Bringing Virtual Care Home. I hope you'll tune in for our next episode. Have a great day.